I'll see if I can get things to work here. What we have is we have some guests with us tonight, and let's see if we can bring them in, if we're lucky. But Eric can make things work. We have Noe and Pedro here from Adafruit. Hey, Noe and Pedro, how are you tonight? Hey, what's up, everybody? Hi, Eric. We hey, are Eric. hanging out here. We hey. are good. <laughs> We're excited to be on the show. How's everybody doing? Thank you for joining us tonight, guys. Guys, uh, for anyone not familiar with Noe and Pedro, I'll let them introduce themselves. Yeah, sure. So I'm Noe Ruiz. Um, I'm a designer at Adafruit. Joining me is my brother Pedro. Hey guys, I'm Pedro Ruiz of Creative Tech at Adafruit. Yeah, it feels like we're on the 3D Hangout show, but right. like it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we're two we're two brothers, obviously, and um, we were born here in South Florida, and we we sort of run our home studio here, our house, in Florida, and behind us is actually our living room. We have a wall of 3D printers that we've acquired over the years. Once you get one, they just sort of duplicate. So mm -hmm. that's that. But um, yeah, do you want to give us the rundown, sort of how we got started, Pedro? Uh, yeah, so we've been doing like video production, motion graphics, and 3D animation for a oh, long time now. Yeah, it's, it's like in 2001, like straight out of high school, we started doing stuff. Uh, we sort of started our, comp our own company, like doing design services, like Pedro said, in 2010. Uh, we called ourselves Pixel Inc. So if you ever look at our, our uh, YouTube channel, Pixel 3D, yeah. you can see a lot of our sort of older project videos and things. Um, but we've always sort of been doing tutorials and things, and um, sort of along the way, um, we've we've always been passionate about uh, photography and, and video stuff. So that's sort of our background mainly. And uh, we did a lot of design services for a lot of different companies, um, Zanga, um, just sort of random other companies like game studios and things. Uh, I've done a, a little bit of audio production too, so I've done that. Pedro, you're more on the video side. Yeah, so a lot of stuff for like broadcast. Uh, Stuff for like, like you were saying, Zanga, sure. uh, Land Rover, uh, Red Bull, um, oh, a lot of like UI those. stuff for like L'Oreal. So a lot of yeah. like iPhone, iPad application work, a lot of video game yep. work. And it's pretty much the background story on us. Yeah, and sort of how we got into how-to tutorial videos. Uh, it's probably around 2006 when we got like our first like uh, design gig. Yeah, so in corporate, um, doing a lot of like, corporate. yeah, doing like a lot of uh, the design work and web uh, design stuff. Um, a lot of our colleagues, you know, weren't really up to, you know, doing Yeah, like, when you were collaborating with them, they, they'd have like kind of sloppy files. So we figured, hey, let's make some tutorials on how to, I don't know, lame layers. Yeah, just like put it all stuff like that. Out with, so, yeah, just because they wouldn't name their PSD layers in Photoshop. So we, we started, started doing, doing that. Videos, yeah. yeah, and uh, that was sort of before YouTube and before like the Envato PSD toots type stuff. But we've always liked that. We've always liked like Photoshop guys. So we thought, let's try to do something like that, but a little bit different. Um, so that's where our sort of channel was born. And how we got into 3D printing, uh, I guess in, in 2012, we got our first MakerBot replicator. Back when MakerBot was, was, was like awesome and open source still. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, so it was like right after CES, you saw it and you're like, holy crap, this thing's awesome. I didn't have any modeling or 3D modeling skills, but Pedro saw it and was like, this is something we should take, you know, take a look at. Yeah, I mean, all throughout college, I saw like the rep rap and what people were doing with that. And now, you know, just being a designer, I was always like, oh man, it would be so cool if I knew how to do electronics and things. So it was always like, you know, in the corner of my eye, but ah, oh, one day maybe when it's not a kit, it's all assembled. And the 2002, yeah, yeah. It, it was like, it was like, oh my god, it finally my chance is here. So I quickly ordered one and, and waited know, six months. The yeah, waiting time was here. crazy, but anyway, yeah. we eventually got one. <laughs> And we did, like, I didn't know what to do with it. I thought it was a bad idea. But you were like, all right, I got some 
you had some assets already from like uh, some of the video games that you've made, like your mm-hmm. light, like light trying bike, bike, light cycle bike. Yeah, yeah. Printed yeah. that out, and I was like, oh, I want to make like some cool designer plantry stuff because you uh, cultivate uh, carnivorous plants, which is another story <laughs> later. But I started, I started doing like these little des- like like money, like you know, kid robot type stuff, but like as a tiki and with, like you know. Venus flytrap sticking out of their head. So, you know, we did a lot of different things like that. Home decor was another thing. Gadget accessories. Uh, and then we created our Etsy shop from there. We were like, this is kind of cool. Let's see if we can sort of expand our, our, our yeah. design yeah. services. Roll it into the services we were doing before and yeah. kept, kept taking off that way. Yeah, so we added in our sort of repertoire. So 3D printing was new. And we started some, uh, some meetups. And um, we sort of helped uh, found our little makerspace out here. We just sort of... Came in and showed us some of their projects. And yeah, we did a lot of work with like the city and the government here sure. in West Palm, and had access to a lot of the buildings and facilities. So we started yeah, it was, some of that. It was a lot of fun. So we we're just getting our stuff out there, and um, we attended our first Maker Fair in 2012, which is a lot of fun. Uh, we visited For like sure. the Makerbot store when it first opened. And it's funny yeah. how we didn't know about Adafruit at that point. It was, like, <laughs> it was right around the corner, we didn't even know about. It. But uh, it's so sort of how we got into electronics, uh, I think in late 2012, we purchased our first Makey Makey. Yeah. And we were like, oh, banana piano, that's kind of cool. So what I did is I took it and I was like, I want to make a little MIDI guitar with like arcade buttons. So that's what I made. Um, and I put that together and it took, you know, off and on like two or three months or something like that. But uh, Pedro was like, you know, I want to I put some lights in our, in our, in our designs. I want to light up our designs, which is, sounds like easy, but... We didn't really know what to do. Like it started off with like normal stuff, and somehow you found Adafruit. Yeah, just looking for tutorials. Uh, looking. I always always know again what Arduino's were, but right. again, you know, I I didn't know like, how to write anything. I didn't know how to even where to get libraries for all this stuff. And just searching around, I found Adafruit and found a learning system. And I was like, oh my god, they have a step by step of how to do this. You can just copy and paste code and like modify it. I was like, this is this is fun. This, this is what I've been waiting yeah. for. Yeah. So. Um, it was a little bit of that, and then I think um, if it, just one second, if you guys yeah, can sure. back up, I didn't. So maybe some of the others here, I didn't even know about your standalone YouTube channel. Uh, I didn't post it in the description. Uh, my bad, sorry guys. Oh, I'll, no, I'll okay. post it in after. I'll, I'll fix that oversight. But oh no, it's fine. It's always embarrassing having people watch. All oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, it's totally cool. we got, do, like, do you guys still publish to your own to your YouTube channel? No, unfortunately, no. No, no. 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 It's, it's all Adafruit now. Um, Any plans on going back to it all or doing both? We've talked about like doing vlog stuff, but it's, oh my god, it, the Adafruit stuff just engulfs so much that it's like, yeah, yeah we'll just roll it into the 3D show. Somehow. That's right. <laughs> we, ended, we end up, yeah, just putting everything in the 3D show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh, I thought I'd share that because until last week, I had no idea it was there. I, that was uh, an oversight on my part. But uh, yeah. Anything that's there will somehow find its way to migrate over to the Adafruit channel. Yeah. So they'll eventually see it. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are enjoying working with Adafruit now? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's one of yeah. those dream jobs that just never knew existed or because we've worked with a lot of startups before that, you know, it, the boss is always like, you know what, the freaking idiot who doesn't know how to code or, you know, okay. doesn't know exactly which way to, you know, always takes the wrong, you know, direction. They, they, they have like an exit strategy. Like, all right, how do I sell this company? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. seems to be on that boat, but it, it was kind of fun how you, how, um, you asked the question. Like, the first thing you saw was Becky's show, Wearable Wednesday. So you, you were watching the show, and we asked the question, and we actually won something. You won a, um, a, was color, it? Sensor. a, yeah, a color sensor. So you actually took that color sensor, and you, and you made a project around it. 
And then later then, uh, like a couple weeks later, we attended their show and tell. And that's where I got to show off my MIDI guitar. You got to show off your light robot thing. And they were like, this is pretty cool. So they, they uh, hit us up on email and they said, we have this new, uh, this new uh, Bluefruit chip, um, Easy Key Bluefruit. And they're like, hey, would you like to do a tutorial? That's usually how, how some people start out. Like if you've got a really cool project and you, you attend the show and tell, Phil will usually email and say, hey, do you want to write a tutorial? So not just writing the tutorial, we, we, we thought we'd make a little like assembly video because we love doing video. Yep. So that's sort of where it started. We made the video and they're like, okay, cool. Do you want to do this project? And we just kept doing projects uh, every other two weeks and then just the rest is kind of history, right? <laughs> like Good history though, right, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've sort of been learning everything as we go. And we, we really don't have any traditional background in electronics. I don't have any modeling yeah, background. Yeah, I think the only thing for, it. for electronics, the only thing I remember is like in ninth grade, when I took like a soldering class. That's right. Simple. I remember you had the soldering skills more than I did. I was like, okay, just solder this for me. But no, we quickly learned. So we, got, we, we know our soldering skills. Um, yeah, um, how we got the 3D show is just sort of, as we, as we sort of kept making more projects, it just made sense to do a live show. Yeah, I think Phil's uh, mentioned it before. He wants to do like yeah. a whole, you know, like a whole weekly, like every different day. Like Tony DeCola is uh, starting up doing Raspberry Pi Day on Friday. That's so, right. so look out for a new video. Maybe this maybe a, a, a live Raspberry Pi show is in the works. Yeah. We don't know. Don't tell nobody. There, there's a little insider info for everyone watching. The chat's really silent, guys. Let me know if you're out there and how's the audio coming across for these guys. But uh, yeah, that was our little tidbit for the week. Tony's into doing his own, perhaps. That's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think um, do, 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 I have things here. Some of the stuff that we're working on right now. Do you want to uh, get into that? I don't even yeah. have to ask the questions here, guys. They've got the whole script. This is great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you know, we try to. We did so. script. We did script this a little bit before, yeah, so it's, it's just, a, just to keep us in line. Cause, like we can we can talk like scatterbrain and go nitty gritty nitty gritty into details. Yeah. But. pretty sure you guys ended up filling out that script like a novel, though. So <laughs> you've done yeah. well. <laughs> this is great. Okay, anyway, what are you working on, guys? Yeah. So, um, and we, you know, we always like making uh, sort of remaking things from like sort of pop culture, whether it's the video game or the latest uh, movie. Uh, so Fallout 4 just is coming out tomorrow. So mm -hmm. I've been, and Lamar actually uh, gave me the idea, hey, why don't you make a Pip-Boy with a Raspberry Pi? I was like, yeah, I think I've seen that done, but let's go ahead and try to do it ourselves and, and give out the files and make it a little bit more easier so people can replicate it if they want. A lot of ones that are out there are like so complicated to make. A little bit like more harder, yeah. And... Yeah, so uh, I've been working on that. Uh, that's actually what I was working all day. My, my brain's a little bit, because I've been <laughs> bad all day. But uh, yeah, Pip-Boy 3000, the Mark uh, Four. Uh, using uh, Raspberry Pi 2 and a 3.5 inch uh, Pi TFT. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working on. And uh, Pedro, you, you've already got a couple things in the pipeline. Some yeah. more camera stuff. We got a couple of camera bits and pieces uh, in the Adafruit shop. Uh, we sort of help source those out because we, we just like having those things in our arsenal. Like, yeah, it's so handy to have with all the yeah. printer projects for that. So yeah, like some new LEDs that are coming in the shop, um, playing barn doors and stuff like that. Okay. Um, another more helmets. So. Um, Daft Punk helmet, Daft the Thomas, Punk helmet? Yeah. Thomas version, like using like the flexible uh, matrix that we have in the shop. Wow, that's gonna be um, crazy. Halo fives. Yeah, I want to make a Halo Five energy sword because like, nice. I, I, like <laughs> I think it'd be kind of um, cool. Uh, Phil, Phil's really been pushing a lot of uh, cosplay stuff, um, so we're thinking a lot of folks that are into cosplay who, who typically don't put um, electronics in their stuff, or you know, we might inspire them to start doing so, like a little bit more than just LEDs. 
Yeah, so we keep seeing a lot of the cosplayers are getting into 3D, so it's a perfect, I think, with yeah, electronics. Yeah. It would be. Those cosplay swords, how long does it take to fab something like that? Even even without the design, just the printing, because that is a lot of layers. Yeah, yeah it, it could take uh, anywhere from like uh, 10, 20 to 30 hours. Yeah. What was your longest print so far? I think it was I think um, the, the first Daft Punk. I think it's the... I want to say it's either the, the Link Shield or um, the you know Wasp what? Helmet. I think anything that takes up like the entire bed takes about 30 hours. <laughs> yeah, and like a spool of filament. A spool or two yeah, sometimes. It's pretty yeah. sad when the failed prints, you know. When I, failed, I have to ask on the failed prints, guys, how many, how often and what do you, what happens when that happens in your it shop? Feels, it feels kind of like it's either, you know, maybe like 60%, 60 like, percent of the time. success. <laughs> it's like That's you know, pretty good. It's not too bad, yeah. No, but, um, in terms of like prototyping, it takes at least twelve and yeah. more time. So we try to cut things up more. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's the thing, uh, a trend that we keep seeing is we just cut it up a bit more. Um, so that's what we're always doing. I think you cut up the wash helmet in like three pieces, right? Mm -hmm. so yeah, you kind of reduce the print down time. Yeah. Down. That way, you can actually you know have a successful print instead of you know at ninety percent, like the tip starts to be Z shifting. You're like, oh great, my, my print's like ninety percent there, yeah. and the other ten percent's like totally crap. So. Yeah, especially when you're like rushing to get, you know, an episode shot, you know, it's like uh, yeah. when when that printer you want to use is, you know, being occupied, you're like, crap, I got to print my next project. <laughs> yeah, so by doing these, we're sort of not on a deadline, but we tend to keep ourselves on a weekly deadline. So that's helped us tremendously, like just develop, uh, just how to work a little bit smarter. Uh, we tend to kind of toss like one week, I'll do something, you do the next one in the week. So although we do work together, uh, we don't typically work on one project together. Yep. So we're sort of off on our own, but we we we, we don't clash. We just bounce off ideas and things like that. We, I'll help you shoot, and you help me shoot. So it's a nice little partnership, I'd say. Bros always fight, so yeah. <laughs> I I was going to bring up that topic because I'm just so curious. How is it that brothers can work together on all these projects that many hours so, out of a day? Funny enough, it's not the first company we've worked together on. We've worked for is... way too many companies together. It's That's weird. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's like they always hire us like as a pair. Yeah. <laughs> That's I don't know. incredible. I guess our mom like you know raised us to to like play nice with each other. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that's kind of how like. Like you got one printer and then I wanted my own printer and then yeah because we wanted when, two printers yeah when we're working on a project it's like well how am I gonna print mine yours is gonna take right. like ten hours to do so yeah. yeah we had to get another one and then as you know we have to test all these printers for the shop yeah you know, yeah so duplicate the them why I have a bunch of printers because <laughs> you sort of like test them and and sort of see if they're they're worthy to like sort of sell in the shop mm -hmm. you know? I have to ask as well, then, if you guys work this many hours together, all these projects together, do you have common interests away from the shop, hobbies, et cetera? Um, let's see, hobbies, et cetera. We've, that's, it's funny. Like, we've sort of turned our hobby into the, the full-time gig. <laughs> yeah. So we sort of blurred the line between fun and play. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah. So what's really great about it is that, like, Catting can get boring, right? And yeah. it's like, okay, well, it's fun to like solder stuff and get away from that. Oh, yeah. and then sometimes you're soldering way too much. And like, okay, now I want to record something, I want to mm -hmm. film something, for, you know, take a photo of it. So it, you, you, it's sort of nice to be in these different disciplines and sort of go here and there. Um, I mean, it's, it would sound like kind of hard to do it, but um, it's refreshing, really. You don't get bored at all. Yeah, there's like always that. something different. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic, guys. Great Yay. insight. <laughs>
<laughs> Guys in the chat, remember, uh, we'll have a little Q&A at the end with these gentlemen. Any of your 3D printing questions or anything to do with Adafruit, etc., please remember to throw them in at the end here. Yeah, so um, I have a little thing here, like some advice or you know, type of things that we've learned that we'd like to that we really like like to tell other people. Other Please people. share. Yeah, sure. So like the number one way that we got the job was documentation. Yeah, sure. All the photography, all the step by step things. Um, definitely photograph all of your projects that you're working on. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't already, yeah, 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 some people might think it takes account. away from it, but it you should start thinking of how you can add to it. Yeah, even before that. like our, our our 3D printing projects, we would always sort of document sort of little tips or lessons that we've learned because um, it goes a long way like uh, those things kind of slip through the cracks like as you go on um, so it's really nice to document your stuff document tips that the biggest people thing don't have, because yeah. um, a lot of like the little settings and things that you know totally make the project yeah. we've had to go back and look at our old project videos to see oh what was the yeah what was the setting that I used to you know do this you know deformation on you know the 3d model or something like sure. that it's I do always, that all the time, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> saved our butts. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like taking notes in a notebook, but mm -hmm. with photos and things. Yeah, yeah, and it's online, so it kind of lives forever. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Like, if you don't have an instructable account, you know, try to set one up and and try to share some uh, some tips that you find interesting that you're really excited about. And that's really what helps us out. When you're excited about something, you'll find yourself writing a little bit more detailed. Yeah, when you're, when you're driven to do that. You guys finding Instructables is a great place for people to get a start? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that we don't have our own Instructable, but that's totally what we do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think we might have one, but... It was always like on our own blog, which is, which is great, too. Um, Instagram. There's just so many different places now, Google Plus communities. As long as it's saved somewhere. Right. And you can always link back to it or tag it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Um, another thing... Um, do, 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 do. I would say, like, um, you know, start fall in love with like the process and not the end result, because you really okay. got to get into the process of like making and documenting. Otherwise, if you're just looking for the end process, um, you might not get there. So it's it's really nice to to sort of do it by pieces. But um, share progress is another good one too. Just sort of share what you're doing. Like, um, you know, you, you might not do a weekly project all the time, but it's good to see progress and and, and get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, um, the process is the project in a lot of cases for me I yes, find it's yes. uh, I get more enjoyment out of it's hard to make the time to document something and I'm I'm an epic fail at it that's why I do videos because they're much more convenient but after the fact I'll go back and try and find my notes in my silly little notebooks all over the place like this and, and I often wish that I would have done a better job documenting it and I have no doubt that I have failed when I share a project, and if I can't find that info or can't remember how to do it, then I, I probably have not done a good enough job at sharing it. So uh, I think everyone should uh, heed your advice and uh, document the steps and the details as much as possible. Yeah, totally. Especially now, I mean, everybody has a you know a phone that could take a picture. I mean, there's always a, good, a way to make that photo turn out. You know, okay. That's, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, and they don't have to be good photos either, just as long as it's something, yeah? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Other thoughts along that line, gentlemen? Um, I think consistency, right? Consistency is always good, but sometimes it's hard to do it with a tight schedule. But if you can, like, try to set yourself in a schedule and just share pro uh, progress. 
Um, That's a huge step for anyone getting into YouTube, guys. Consistency on the schedule is absolutely key. That's uh, I'm uh, maybe not the best person to talk about that, but for the most part, I get two out, two videos out a week. Best case scenario, anyone if you're if you're putting out content is to have it on specific days and be consistent because the results will be good depending on what you're after. Even just getting it to the people who are interested in it, if they know when it's coming, they're more likely to catch it. Uh, the internet's constantly bombarding us with info, whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, blogs, you name it. And consistency is really, really key. Yeah. Um, to, to, to another one is like I guess when you're doing freelance work, like kind of doing other work, like you know a lot of people say like don't work for free, but sometimes like you know monetary isn't the way. Sometimes it's just gaining experience. So. I know for me, like when I was in high school, like I would do a couple of free things, but it was just because I wanted to build up my portfolio or whatever. So that's a, that's the thing to take away too. Like if it makes sense for you, but you know, don't work for free. You know, yeah. So that's one. If people are getting into that. Absolutely, I I like doing. Uh... I most of my projects are freebies but I work for work and I am providing a value that I know is worth money then I will charge for it but when it oh, comes yeah. to just sharing as a community and stuff like that well that's a whole other ball of wax kind of deal and um, you can you can stretch your legs a little bit more and give a little bit more if it's a uh, if the situation's right I guess no real good mm -hmm. way to put it yeah awesome other guys cool any other things that are in the notes? Uh, find problems, build a solution to keep you motivated. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Like a lot of the times, like um, if you do something sort of kind of more on the offside, that's more fun. Um, it's hard to finish that, but if you have something that's a problem, you're more driven to finish it. Yeah. A more personal type problem too, mm -hmm. whatever it might be. Whether something broken around the house or something, you know. Those become the best projects, though. They're fixing something or solving a personal problem. Uh, I, I can elaborate personally on those that I bought a couple of books when I started out in C++ to program and, and deal with like Arduino and stuff like that. Following those is pointless in comparison to building something that matters to you. Oh, yeah. Blink an LED, absolutely. Everyone should do it, but don't make projects for the sake of a book or video series telling you to. Build what interests you. Otherwise, it, 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 you usually end up failing. People leave it because they get frustrated. But if you're... If you're designing a, uh, I made a part for my vacuum was one of the first 3D printed objects, and I had no idea how to use Google SketchUp, and I was that's all I had, and I watched a whole bunch of videos and just suffered through it, but it worked, and I made it through because I I wanted that part. If that would have been some other guide by tutorial, I would have quit, guaranteed. Yeah. But at the end of it, I got the part and I fixed the vacuum. So Yay. <laughs> that's awesome. Those are good. Those are good ones. Yeah, love those projects. Mm -hmm. cool. um, uh, one thing that we're starting to do now on the three D show is sort of award folks for not just making your projects, but sort of going beyond it, upgrading them, or making their own. So mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times we'll be searching for people um, that are just you know making some cool projects. Yeah, that like take the time to you know modify it to whatever you know custom thing that they're using. Yeah, make it custom to you. I mean, we so, give out all of the source files, but rarely do people actually go in there and we, you know, do find, you know, that 
one person who you know did take the time to actually take all the free stuff that we give away and make something new with it. We're you know so happy that you know they taught themselves you know how to modify it. So definitely um, always take advantage of you know the modifiable files. Yeah, it's a good starting point. Of all the projects you guys have made, and there's been a pile in the last couple of years, which one would you, if you could pick one, what would be the one you're most proud of? Uh, man, for me, it's definitely Pie Girl because uh, a, a lot of folks are like parents and they're mm -hmm. building this thing with their kid. And it's so gratifying to, to see, like, oh, you know, me and my daughter, you know, built this, this, this uh, mm -hmm. Pie Girl. And it's like, it takes a minute to build it and to print it, but it's, it's worth it in the end because you have this thing to play with, yeah. you know, and that's really fun. And it brings them together a little bit more. So that's my favorite one. I've had, I think, like three or four different, you know, dad type, father so they son, it together, father, yeah. yeah, type things. So that was my favorite one, and um, it's just a fun one to do. It's mm -hmm. a lot of people have done it before, but it's 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 still cool. I think. Right. I so. don't think I can name one. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be one. There's too many. I don't know. Maybe like the Gunblade or something. Just because it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you always like playing with, yeah, you always like playing with like, you know, swords and things like that. And has a little moving piece on it. And even though, you know, it's just one of those, you know, hit print and go, I think it's pretty cool just because it's multi-material and, you know, just when you have this, you know, giant, you know. I was going to say that that wasn't a hit print and go. I remember seeing that thing pop up on the show and I'm looking at my solid doodle 3D printer next to me, which is like encroaching three years old and seeing something the size of that come out of there. I just couldn't fathom it. I was blown away by that build. It worked. Yay. That's a realistic big accomplishment. So I don't know. Pretty big. Pretty big, yeah. That's why you have probably pieces, but, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Very cool. So, uh, other make you've got an audience of makers here on this channel. I'm sure you know. You've seen a couple of shows. Any advice to them on on getting out there and some of them maybe getting found, etc. Um. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying before, always post on this different social networks and, and use hashtags and things. But. Um, if you're looking for, I guess, like a popular type of project that, like, you know, always follow pop, I guess, culture, uh, mm -hmm. the, the latest video game, the latest movie, find something that you like from it and try to recreate it, I guess, is one. Any need to go through any courses, things like that, in your opinion? Or do you think it can be learned on one's own? Yeah, Definitely I think on one's own, that's the great say. thing about YouTube. You can sort of spend as much time as you want on learning a specific thing or a specific app mm -hmm. or a specific uh, project. Somebody's done it, you know, it's on YouTube. This seems to be a popular thread, not just on this channel. Um, the guys here have heard me harp about this numerous times, but the information is truly out there for the taking. And if yeah. you're interested in something, you can just dig in and if there's a question you have, odds are when you just type it verbatim into Google, someone has asked it before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an amazing thing with these uh, these hobbies and the way tech is headed now. It's uh, within 24 hours, odds are there's probably 10 other people who've worked on something similar somewhere in the world. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a huge advocate of self-learning and, and oh, yeah. using YouTube. Uh, I'm a video learner myself. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, as most here know, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, forget mainstream TV. I'd rather sit down and learn for half an hour every night. Yeah, yeah. that was that's totally hard. how 
we that's our ritual. Honestly, like yeah. after I don't know, like around eight or so, we just catch up on our subscription feed and just mm-hmm. binge on all oh, the yeah. projects and things. But yeah, mm-hmm. we we also not just the DIY electronics. We we love watching a lot of woodworking stuff. There's a Very lot of woodworkers cool. out there, and uh, you know, make channels is is is, is awesome too. So there's just, there's just so many. Mm-hmm. And of course, still we still look at like the you know the like Adobe tutorials and like three D tutorials. Yeah. Um, yeah, just try to kind of expand. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, cool. Try to expand your horizon on sure. everything because it's all you can. It, it all leads into you know everything that we work on. I like watching Man at Arms. They make swords and stuff like, <laughs> like real uh, metalworking. That's always fun too. So we'll we'll transition into the Q and A, guys. Go ahead and put your your yeah. questions in the chat if you have any for Noe and Pedro. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll. I'll, yeah, there'll be a little bit of delay, so I'll lead off with one of my own. Uh, okay. With respect to 3D CAD, uh, designing your own parts, and you guys have definitely been down this road and have a lot of experience. If you were to start in with a program, freeware or not, just what is your opinion if you were to start today uh, for designing in CAD? My background is SketchUp, and I detest the program, but I use it. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I haven't sketched up yet, but it's it's a it's a good one out there too. A lot of folks, there's a lot of resources for that one. Uh, how I started, I actually started on Tinkercad, which is kind of like uh, it's like Minecraft, but like a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit where it's just like blocks, right? It's just like basic primitive shapes, but slapping them together is um is how I got started. So I would definitely say Tinkercad. It's a free uh, browser-based CAD. Um, it's super easy to use. It actually has built-in like little quests like this you know they call them quests but they're like little lessons and stuff like hey, here's how to you know recreate a little house or recreate a boat mm-hmm. uh so that was mine my, my uh go-to like yeah, kind of learn, a if you want to get pretty powerful engine in the background yeah oh, totally. uh probably if you're like familiar a little bit more familiar with like sketches and know what your dimensions are definitely one two three d design oh, absolutely yeah i started a little series too a little bit ago i call it my labor layer series um yeah just on sort of the basic stuff um yeah. But if you want to just go ahead first, um, Fusion 360 um, is what we use now. And to students and to... Um, yeah, it's free. It's free, yeah. yeah Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Ken asked, do you have CNC machine as well? We do not have a CNC machine. I don't think we have a plan to. Yeah, I think well. Phil asked us if we wanted like an X-Carb. Yeah. Like, we don't want the project if, yeah, to be if, building it. We want something that's like fully assembled, but maybe, but... Yeah, um, I haven't got there yet. Um, it, we, we definitely see the benefit of different materials and bigger, you know, workspace area. Um, but yeah, it's just something we haven't really dived into yet. It's um, a little bit more. You can't. You definitely gonna need the space for it. Like, there's a lot of, you know, debris and dust and stuff that you have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. We really, we're really into additive manufacturing. Subtractive is great and all. And there's a, there's definitely a whole plethora of projects to do with it. But it's just something that we haven't really uh, focused on yet. Perfect. Yeah. Have you guys got the chat feed up? Uh, I think Jordan's next. When did you start getting involved in the maker movement? Yeah, I would say um, right, when, right the, when we got the MakerBot came in. Yeah, immediately started uploading files, and even like with oh, the, right. when we had like a, the Etsy store. Yeah, I mean, it was so our, funny. Yeah, we would we give away. Open source really was. We would give away the files anyway. Yeah, the files that we gave away the most was the files that we had the most sales on. This is cool. Yeah, for sure. David asks, what model of 3D printer would you buy for your first if you're buying one? 
definitely Flashforge, probably. The Flashforge, if you're in that price range, it's like 1100 I think, yeah. or 1200 something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would probably check out the, the Printerbot Middle Sample. It's not a good choice. Yeah. yeah, you can fall off a table and still work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a little background story there. I caught that background before the show, guys. It sounds like they had a bit of an incident, but it can take a knocking and keep on printing. That's right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> probably talk about it on a 3D show, too. But yeah, this or next week's project is uh, Octopi, or Octoprint using like the new UI that came out. Yeah, mobile UI. Yeah, just start checking it out. It's like a little review. Yeah, so as we're doing like the, you know, the hero slide-in shot, it was like on this table, and as it's like, you know, oscillating, going back and forth, it's like slowly going back off yeah, the table. And just it likes to wander. So, uh, but it know, survived. Grippy, yeah, <laughs> printing. Grippy feet is what we're gonna. Grippy have. feet. Yeah. <laughs> Nick asked. Nick asked, "What's your favorite project?" Uh, like I was saying, for me, it's definitely the the uh, the pocket pie girl, or any pie girl really, any any of those. You know, the props, and I like like the helmet ones too. Things like you can like wear. Oh, those yeah, are like pretty the wearables. Cool. I like the wearable projects. Okay. Like, cool. Very, very cool. I think we are officially somewhat caught up on the comments. Very cool. You guys mentioned earlier, ah, oh, I lost the question. I totally had it. Um, was, was it you guys that were going to be working on more stuff with the, the Pi Cam in the future? Or did I get that messed up with someone else? Uh, maybe, we have a... maybe Tony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's Tony. Tony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is uh, doing more, I forget what project he's working on. He's doing a lot of uh, sort of iterative things using Adafruit IO, um, monitoring his cat, see if she's up to no good. <laughs> yeah, I can quickly look at the chat. He was just talking about this. Uh, what was it? There's a lot of stuff there, man. <laughs> Any super secret projects on upcoming that you um, can we're let, let out? <laughs> yeah, we're pretty transparent about it. Like we were saying, um, well, there's some that we can't talk about. Like, you know, like, that's oh, a company new board. Yeah, from some, some yeah, no, no, company. no, no. <laughs> 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 new board coming out. Yeah, there's yeah. always new boards. Yeah. Um, Don't get in any trouble. Okay. Oh, that's very cool, guys. <laughs> have, have you? This is a, a really generic question. Adafruit took on some big, big changes lately, and. Uh, now the North American supplier for Arduino. Have you noticed any changes? Uh, you guys are right up front. Uh, anything new with the company that way, or is it pretty much we're target, we're moving forward? Yeah, they're pretty much on target. Like last time we were in the factory, um, it's just as crazy, if not crazier than it was yeah, it's last crazy. time. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, they're, um, even though they're expanding, um, it's still the same core um, sort of mission, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're not feeling like usually, like in startups, you start seeing when it's like starting to go down. When you know, especially because every startup we've worked at, you know, the CEO is usually you know not the one coding or not the one actually right. engineering. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like a completely different story. Where Lamar and the engineer team are just always they're they're working one, harder. Yeah, they are. Yeah, harder than busting us. ass every day. It's crazy. <laughs> And we really like seeing that because we know that they're not, you know, spending money on like some, you know, crazy. Yeah, they're spend. They are spending their money like incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, <laughs> like I can't even like. So like I don't even know like how the whole uh, where exactly the money's going, but it's it's definitely being used. It's definitely been used. There's no like. Oh, yeah. uh, 
you know, like like when you see like a dollar beer or machine or something. Yeah. Like, no, they're not focusing on that. It's yeah. Like, it goes, um, like new pick and place machine, like right away, like that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So yeah, so we were like working with Zynga. We went to their offices. It was like one of those Google offices where it was, you know, they're, you know, they have like you know five star chefs and like arcade every machines. floor arcade machines, like foosball everywhere. Yeah. It looked like a you know, a, a fraternity house or something. It is totally <laughs> not like that. Your fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, it's it's. it's it's amazing. <laughs> so from outsiders looking in, it's pretty clear that Adafruit is a very socially responsible company. Lamore and Phil, are they as cool in person as they seem from a distance? Yeah, they, they definitely are. Very down to earth. Um, if you ever get a chance to go to the Maker Fair, you can, you know, they, they spot them. Yeah. Say hi to them. Yeah, a couple they people. are them, super down to earth, super yeah. chill, very transparent. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool, gents. I think we're... Uh, Getting there for time. Any uh, any final words for the crew out there in Makerland? Um, yeah. Um, if you guys want to check out the show, we, we do it every Thursday, right? Uh, well, I mean, we record it on a Tuesday, but we post it up on Thursday. And uh, we might start doing a live Twitch thing. We've done it off and on, yeah, so um, we'll see. Uh, Phil's been pushing to, for us to do more live stuff on Twitch, so... Sure. Uh, definitely follow us on that. Um, it'll probably be like us just doing CAD or stuff like that. Okay. But if you're into that, yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, for any of the viewers, you can catch Noem Pedro on the Adafruit channel as well. If YouTube has been, been brutal for notifying of live broadcasts, and we all know this, and it's a weakness. So you guys might not be aware. Some of the some of the viewers are, but if not, um, on the MakeMe.org blog page, there's a, a dedicated page called Live Broadcasts, and I've put all the live broadcasts, the weekly broadcasts that I know of, including yours, uh, as well as the Ask an Engineer, the Show and Tell, everything are a standalone Google Calendar appointment. So if anyone wants, you can go over there, and if you add that onto your Google Calendar with a notification you'll at least get that ping to remind you, hey, I need to go to this channel. To that, That's what I use. Is it, My Google Calendar pops up every week for all these shows, and I quickly navigate to the YouTube channel. So tasty tidbit for those out there. Nice. Uh, knowing Pedro's uh, show is on there along with many others. Yeah, Yay. definitely. If you have a project to share, uh, get on the show and tell. It's Oh you know, yes, yes. It's really like yes. a honeypot for you know discover other makers, right? So. Other makers, other tutorials. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people want to, um, you know, uh, share their tutorials on the Adafruit Learning System, a good way to do that is to come on the the, the show and tell and, and share it with Lamar and Phil. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to get like your you know sort of public speaking sort of. Um, yes. Oh my god, I was so nervous when I did the first thing. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's hard, but I encourage you guys to. To do it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> really good way to practice. Yeah. yeah, that's a great tip. Show and tell people definitely join in. It's uh, it's a little tricky to get in, but oh my uh, god, especially right. now. Here's yeah. the trick: how to do it. I guess um, since um, yeah, since like, they, they the limited us on how we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, the trick to get on, I guess, is just to uh, keep your eye on the post, and when the time comes, either myself or Phil will post in the direct link for the Google Hangouts, so you can get on there. Yeah, it'll shoot and, um, you right into the uh, the hangout. There always seems to be like one person that has like a mic issue. Like I'm not sure what's up with that. But yeah, maybe try, try to, to check your mics before you go in. Right, yeah. like run your own um, sort of test 
stream and see if your mic is, is working. Yeah, do like a test like with your phone and your uh, laptop, see if you know you're able to oh, join okay. like join your own hangout, see if your audio yeah. is working sure. that way. Absolutely queue up your own or with just a single friend of yours just to make yeah. sure. So uh, I haven't checked mine recently because I couldn't uh, I had G plus issues, but my trick used to be and I've been on a few show and tells is uh, on your G plus personal page you have the event category and you used to just be able to sit there and refresh that page and wait for it to pop up and it would pop up this event is live uh it also used to be in the hangouts menu um in g plus only not not the hangouts that show on the right hand side but they used to used to be able to watch those pages and just hit refresh and that's how i used to get in whereas everybody else was screaming but things have maybe (laughs) changed since then it's been a couple months so yeah, try that too. Usually I click on the direct link now. I used to yeah. come in as an invite, but now it doesn't. Even for us, it's like... I know, oh, it's, it's so weird. Work. We have to do the exact same thing now yeah, too. <laughs> so just keep your that's, eye on that, that post on that's Google+. Plus. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, I'm really glad you guys got to join us tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out of your Monday night to join us and share your knowledge with the crew. Yay, likewise, time. thank you for having us on. Yeah. We're always watching, even if we can't comment in, comment right. in the we're chat. Always watching in the it's always background. like, oh no, like, we were there on Saturday. I just couldn't comment because I kind of fell off the table. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're there, and um, if you guys we're have any watching. questions, yeah, <laughs> let us know. Drop a comment in our YouTube video or, or here, and um, you know we'll, we'll be happy to, to answer you. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. We'll catch you uh, later. All See right, you. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Bye. See you.